1: When a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ, when a Christian says to someone else who calls themselves a Christian, you don't look much like a Christian, and they do it with this loving heart. This says, "I'm worried about you. I'm concerned for you." You know, it's not a self-righteous smackdown. It, it really is coming. You, it's coming from 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 just a loving place. Like, listen.
0: Have you been called out for your actions by another believer? It's hard to hear the truth, but it's necessary for your spiritual growth. Pastor Robert will remind you in the message today that we're to keep our brothers and sisters in check, gently and with the love of Jesus. That's what community is for. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
1: Bible says when we're calling someone out, when we're confronting sin, we're confronting error in another person, it's supposed to be for the purpose of restoring, winning that person back, or helping them to see that they're living in a a self-destructive, in a harmful kind of way. It's supposed to be out of love for them, concern for them. Jesus himself taught us that, by the way. We'll get to it later in Matthew chapter 18, and then Paul expanded on it a little bit in Galatians chapter 5. It's supposed to be for the purpose of helping that person you're confronting. But quite often, it ends up being more about me proving how holy and righteous I am at the expense of the other person. And that's why I say, if you really enjoy getting in people's faces, I don't think Jesus is going to give you that job. Not yet, anyway. But if you really don't enjoy it, if it's something you struggle with, and you just, man, I just really would rather not have to do that and be in that position, well, he may very well task you with it then. Why? Well, because you will be reluctant to do it. You won't be so quick on the trigger You'll pray hard before you do it. And if you pray hard before you do it, he'll guide you. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll, he'll give you the grace, the, the, the enabling power, the anointing from God. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? He'll help you with it. If you'd rather not have that job, well, then he, he can probably trust you with that job. A little more so than the one who wants to be used that way. But I I just was thinking, man, how cool it would have been to just be able to observe Jesus doing it perfectly. How to be discerning and call people out about their bad behavior without engaging in bad behavior himself. And by the way, while I'm on the subject here, just really quickly, really briefly, you know, this is one of those things, quite often people completely misunderstand it, you know, And, and I hear it on. And I'm sure we probably all do on a regular basis. Maybe you even think it from time to time. You know, it's like, man, you can't, you can't judge me. Christians aren't supposed to judge people. Well, let me just really, really quickly explain what the Bible actually says about that. What the Bible actually says about that is that we who actually have been born from above, we, we have the Holy Spirit living inside us, changing us, working inside us, transforming us, teaching us, guiding us. We have no business judging those outside the family who don't have his spirit living within them. And if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if they don't even have the Holy Spirit, well, then the Bible says they're under the influence of the unholy spirit. Did you realize that? The whole world lies under the power, under the sway, under the influence of the wicked one. That's what the Bible says. If they don't have the Holy Spirit making them alive, living within them, teaching them and leading them, then they're under the influence of the devil. Now, what do you expect that they're going to behave like? Of course, they're not going to behave in a, in a, quote unquote, holy manner. Of course, they're not going to be like Jesus. No, they're going to be a lot more like... The enemy, quite possibly, and Jesus Himself at one point He said, "I didn't come to condemn; I came to save." He said, "The world's already condemned. That's why I needed to come to save, because the world is condemned." You and I need to realize: No, we're not called. The people we get, the people we get so angry with, are the ones this passage describes as bruised reeds, smoking flax. They're half dead, spiritually speaking, all beat up by life. Because we all are to one degree. You live long enough, you're going to get beat up by life. But they don't have the Holy Spirit. They don't have Jesus. They don't have this hope, this resource. So don't judge them. Pray for them. However, that same passage, the Apostle Paul tells us, We have a duty to judge those inside the family. Now, what he means by that is to be discerning. You call yourself a Christian and every other word out of your mouth is an F-bomb when the pastor's not around? Seriously? Oh, you can't judge me? Yes, I can. You know why? That was me. That was me. That was my favorite word. F-bombs all over the place. But you know what happened to me when the Holy Spirit moved in? All that unholy talk had to go. When the Holy Spirit moved in, all that unholy conduct, all that unholy talk, a a word would pop out, right? But my reaction to it, all of a sudden there's this new thing going on. It's like, oh. Can't believe I just said that can't believe I just thought that. There was this new thing that happened that had never happened before. Because you understand, before the Holy Spirit moved in and gave me life and began to do something on the inside of me, I didn't care. Well, if my grandmama was around or my mom and dad were, then I cared. But it was only about them because I knew they would be upset and offended. And But I wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't grieved because I, I had hurt the heart of God because I'm speaking, acting, conducting myself in this unhealthy, profane way. Do you understand? It wasn't about God until it was. One, It's just like, boom, it was. All of a sudden, I didn't want to say anything that I knew would hurt his heart. I didn't, I didn't want to do anything that I knew was going to actually bring pain to the heart of God. I didn't want those things anymore. Now listen, when a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ, when a Christian says to someone else who calls themselves a Christian, you don't look much like a Christian, and they do it with this loving heart this is, I'm worried about you. I'm concerned for you. You know, it's not a self-righteous smackdown. It, it really is coming. You, it's coming from, from, from just a loving place. Like, listen, like the guy did to me 40 years ago. Are you sure, Robert, are you sure you're a Christian? You just don't sound much like a Christian. And my reaction, of course, was, you can't judge me. But he did, and it made me think. It made me think. Am I really? What does it even mean to be a Christian? How can I be a Christian and behave like I behave? How can I I be a Christian and talk like I talk? Something's. Maybe I'm misunderstanding something. Maybe you're misunderstanding something about what it means to be a Christian. If you can conduct yourself like an unholy, ungodly, pagan, just maybe you've misunderstood something. We're going to be looking at the unforgivable sin, so buckle up, right? That's just where we're at in Matthew. So...
0: joining us today for main thing radio pastor robert will have more to share from this study of jesus's life from matthew's perspective next time for now though you can explore more of pastor robert's teachings online at mainthingradio.com you're invited to join us at calvary chapel miami beach on sundays for our weekly services we gather at 9 and 11 a.m and at 1 and 6 p.m for worship and bible study Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. And be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.